At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I am happy to be back here on a numbers game. I'm Jeff Parles. Stephen Bond is here as well. Kevin Trask amazingly made it in as well to do audio. Liz and Matt downstairs, as always, doing great work getting us on the air, as they always do downstairs. Fun weekend, I would say, guys. Fun weekend in baseball. Fun weekend. Uh, just moving ever so closer to football season. We're 45 days away as of today. From kickoff of oh, a team from Buffalo and a team from from Englewood, California, kicking off uh, the the 2022 season, and I think that's a pretty good thing. I yeah, if I could just thing. make my first words here, just yes, please, Stephen Bond, go, go Bills. That's all. Just, just <laughs> I'm putting my bias out there immediately, so people know there's nothing wrong with that. We it's AFC East Day today on on the program, so it's absolutely perfect that Bond is here. So we have the the good of the division now after. Two decades of misery for our producer Stephen Bond. I'm in. I'm halfway through the two decades of misery right now, being a Jets fan. So uh, we'll have the AFC East teams throughout the show today. Our guy Bill Connolly will give us a quick detour to college football at 10:30 Eastern time. Of course, the founder of SP Plus. We'll have to see if he says anyone can be close to Ohio to Ohio State and Alabama. We'll see if he says anyone. I'm going to imagine it'll say Georgia, but I'll be curious if anyone else is there. Wes Reynolds, a little later in the program, and our guy Paul Spore as well to talk about baseball and uh, 28 runs in a game by the Blue Jays. It's kind of disappointing they didn't get 30 because they had they had over 20 through five innings. We're kind of hopeful they'd hit that 30 plateau, but they did not uh, did not quite uh, get there. By the way, Stephen, since a lot of teams starting training camp today, my Twitter feed is half of training camp tweets. So apparently Trevor Lawrence just made a great throw to Christian Kirk. So I am fully ready for everyone to look awesome over the next two weeks. They both entered camp in the best shapes of their lives. I oh, yes. know that. Yes. That's Very the other, good. uh, yeah. I, I, I can tell you, I am not in the best shape of my life. I can tell you that I guarantee, I'm shocked for one. I, 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 <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> you on that. Kev might be the only one in the room who's in the best shape of his life right now. All right. Uh, let's get into some news that broke. I guess earlier this morning, while uh, us on the West Coast were still asleep, uh, people getting up early on the East Coast, uh, Woj had a report and Shams had a report, so the, the, the duo going at it yet again. But Kevin Durant, of course, uh, we've all heard of Kevin Durant. Well, the man wants out of Brooklyn. 
And the trade talks have kind of stagnated because the best option that Katie wanted was the Phoenix Suns, and that whole situation is now complicated because Aiden is no longer available because of the uh, the offer that he signed with Indiana that Phoenix matched. The Miami Heat still seem pretty unrealistic as an as a place for Kevin Durant, but as you see, if you're watching us at vcin.com, the Boston Celtics apparently have entered the fray. And we mentioned this when Durant requested to trade a month ago, that the Celtics made a little bit of sense because they had a legitimate all-star in Jalen Brown behind Jason Tatum. Brown is two years left on his deal. Probably will be due for a max when he is up. Now, I don't think he is a super max quality, but he is a max player. But the Nets, according to Shams, said no go on this deal because it was Jalen Brown, it was Derek White, who was the hero of the postseason, and it was, I think, an exact number in the draft picks, but I think it was two It was two ones and a flip, so it was technically three picks were involved. Not good enough for Brooklyn. The player they want back is Marcus Smart, which, if I'm Boston, as important as Smart is to that team, the opportunity to get Kevin Durant, I think I would do it with Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, either Derek White or Al Horford going the other way, depending on whatever money makes more sense. But with Brooklyn, I think I'd rather have Derek White and then a few draft picks. I think that's fair. And also, too, if you throw in Smart, you can give the Nets less draft picks. Now, the biggest difference is, as we know, the Boston Celtic draft picks will not matter because they'll be picking in the high 20s in all likelihood for the next few years. The other teams, of course, according to the article, as we know, that that are still in the mix technically, even though it's going to be a little hard for them, Miami, Phoenix, and Toronto. I can't believe Toronto doesn't want to give up Scotty Barnes in this deal. That's the Because that was the supposed holdup at the beginning for Toronto. We're really going to hold up on Scotty Barnes after just a rookie of the year campaign for a guy who is still... Let's face it, Kevin Durant is still the best scorer in the NBA. He's not the best player anymore, but he's the best individual scorer. I think that's kind of crazy that they wouldn't uh, w- wouldn't include Scotty Barnes in those deals. But we'll we'll see what happens here. Remember, of course, the other fun dynamic with this Stephen Bond: the Celtics swept the Nets, of course. In the, NBA, in the NBA playoffs. They weren't supposed to, right? They, like the the well, Nets were supposed well, to get Well, again, there. people are still betting the Nets to win the title, even though they were eliminated from the postseason last year. It's, Those it's odds amazing. still shortened. I don't know how that was possible. but Could Jalen Brown play with Ben Simmons? I know I'm getting <laughs> ahead here, but like that's, that's immediately what I think of. It's just I all like roads that, lead to Ben Simmons. I like that your brain went there. I like that your brain went there because a lot of people obviously would think of, oh, how are Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant going to coexist in Boston? And I think they'll coexist just fine. If anything, they'll actually take some pressure off of Tatum. Because we saw, even though they got to the finals and pushed Golden State to six, Jason Tatum did have problems in the fourth quarter at times in the postseason. His numbers were mediocre, actually. If it wasn't for game six in Milwaukee, it might have been lights out for Jason Tatum. And they, it, this would have been... How could you not do this if you're Boston? You got eliminated by Milwaukee without uh, Chris Middleton in the series. Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons, though, is interesting. Because we're assuming Kyrie's not there. We're assuming that. I think that's a good assumption. If KD's gone, Kyrie's going to be gone. And then throw Westbrook, maybe. I was about to say. I mean, this this is why the hot stove is what I was going to say. What happens when you throw Westbrook (laughs) in when, of course, our guy Alex Schiffer, who we had in studio a few weeks ago uh, on betting across America, not even John Wooden could concoct an offense that could have Westbrook and Simmons at this point in their careers coexist. I think Jalen Brown would be fine. I really think I, I would love to see Jalen Brown be a number one guy. Cause that would really actually, we'd be able to evaluate how far along he truly is at this point. He is a really good number two. One of the best number twos in the NBA. Is he capable of being the best player on a championship team? I don't know. But if I'm Brooklyn, I don't think I'm doing better than him. So I think this is a little push and pull. Also, 
trading Durant to the team that eliminated last you last year doesn't really look great for Brooklyn. But if I can get Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and even two picks, that's pretty pretty good, all things considered. Uh, and also, as we know, the Nets could just hold Kevin Durant back, say, you know what, we have you for four more years. Tough. We're keeping you. You're going to have to deal with us. And that would be the same for Kyrie, too, even though it really seems like Joseph Sy and ownership does not want Kyrie anywhere near the facility to begin the season. Seems like that Rudy Gobert trade really messed sure things did. up, right? Like it's just it, it's kind of like the Christian Kirk contract in Jacksonville, where yep. it just reset the market yep. in such a way that now you're thinking, what is Durant? Because that that package almost doesn't seem enough for Kevin Durant. Correct. You know, it's a it's a good point because the Timberwolves by trading all those ones. Oh, and by the way, destroying their bench in the process. For a regular season player, like Rudy Gobert is an all-star player. And he's a great regular season player. Like Minnesota, what they did when the trade happened, I didn't like the trade. Because all it did was, woohoo, you're going to be out of the playing games. You're going to be the five seed. You're going to be the four seed. You're not beating Golden State. You're not beating, you're not beating Dallas, I don't even think. Phoenix, if they stick together, you're probably not beating, well, you're probably not beating them. Probably. Who knows? Aiden's on the court. Gobert might actually be able to fit in that series, unlike uh, some, some other matchups. Like Dallas, they run him off the court like they did with Utah last year. And Golden State, perfect matchup against a Gobert team. But I think you're right. I think that market completely got reset because of the Gobert trade. And again, from the beginning, before Zion signed his rookie extension, I would have been in a scenario where it was, all right, if I'm the Nets, you call New Orleans, say, all right, let's make this happen with Zion and Durant. Let's make this happen. Because if you're Brooklyn, even though Zion would be a huge risk, he wants to be in New York. He's a big star. Yeah, it seems it's fine. like it. There's, there's nothing wrong with that if you went with Zion. But now, Brandon Ingram, I love Brandon Ingram. I think there's a ch- there is a non-zero chance that Brandon Ingram actually turns into the player that a lot of people think Jason Tatum already is. Wouldn't shock me if that happens. But if you're the Nets, then you better get, if you're getting Ingram, probably got to take Jackson Hayes, at least something like that, to replace a Jared Allen type that they obviously traded uh, two seasons ago. And you need to get four New Orleans picks, which, by the way, New Orleans has a ton of picks. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think at this point the Boston Celtics – if Kevin Durant moves, it's the only package that kind of makes sense. Jeff, right now they're plus 550 at BetMGM. Yeah. Does that get shorter? Like, is this an opportunity for you to get in right now? I wouldn't bet him, period, at this okay. point. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't bet him. I wouldn't bet him post-Durant trade because I would need to – because what would ha- likely happen, and we, we brought this up when we were just talking about NBA futures about the Western Conference teams. Golden State's plus 650 right now. Golden State is going to hit 10 to 1 during the season in all likelihood if you want to bet them. Because at some point, someone's going to get hurt. Steph's going to take two weeks off. Their numbers are going to go longer. Watching Durant, if Durant were to get traded to Boston, Durant and Tatum have a little bit of issues coexisting early. Those odds will come back a little bit to the back. Very interesting stuff. KD rumored potentially to Boston. Hey, we go to Buffalo next. The defending AFC East champions. We break down the Bills. Here on a numbers game on VSID. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports. And BetMGM is all your wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and plenty more. So download BetMGM today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports wagers from anywhere here in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in the state of Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Happy to be with you on a Monday morning. I'm Jeff Parles. Stephen Bond here as well. It is a numbers game. Gil has uh, one more week of vacation. And then we'll uh, see Gil through the duration of the football season. Took it at the right time, too, Jeff. You know, I mean, this is, we're in the the dog days of summer here. That's a veteran move by by Gil. Well, I will say this. uh, Most of the network has realized this is the week to take uh, take vacation, and I can't can't blame anyone who's not here this week uh, because other than baseball, this is really football mode. We, We are 45 days away from when the Bills and the Rams kick off at SoFi. Only just a few days after that, the full first Sunday. So we're getting closer, guys. We're getting closer to what we want. And also, not to mention the college football season, even closer. Week zero, just 30, 30 days away now? That sounds right. I think you're in the ballpark yeah, at the very least. Kev's going to have to do some math for us. That's what we're going to do uh, in this. All right, Stephen, this is a good day to have you here. We have two AFC East quote-unquote experts here today. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Uh, Between the two of us, we've had plenty of heartbreak between our two teams. Uh, And we'll start with just the AFC East odds before getting into the two-time division champions back-to-back, the Buffalo Bills, who are, no shock, pretty reasonable favorites here. And I'm a little bit surprised they're actually not steeper than minus 190. Buffalo and New England, or excuse me, Miami and New England, both at four to one. And then the New York Jets, who is everyone darling around the draft, 20 to one. I'm a little surprised Buffalo actually isn't closer to minus 250. I think we're overrating New England coming into the season. We'll get to the Patriots later. Just because Bill Belichick is the greatest coach that's ever coached the game. So we'll get to New England as a full later and then Miami. Oh, Miami. Miami's interesting, guys. Miami's going to be a really interesting breakdown because they they have the fastest wide receiver duo in the NFL now. It doesn't necessarily make it a top five duo. We'll explain that a little bit later. But for Buffalo, though, the Bills, again, Stephen, you went a very long time without your team being in the playoffs. Of course, you had the one random six seed, then the Bills and the Jaguars proceeded to play the worst playoff game ever. It was very entertained by that game, Jeff, so I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. Nathan Peterman had to come in <laughs> at the final drive because Terod Taylor had a concussion. Uh, but now, the, it's a totally different era now in Buffalo. Completely different. Three straight playoff appearances. Quite frankly, it should be three straight years with a playoff win. That game against Houston was a game that Buffalo very easily could have won. Josh Allen was not Josh Allen yet. At that point, was a big-time deer in the headlights in that game. 
Game went to overtime. Of course, Deshaun Watson made that wild play where he spun out of the sack, setting up the game-winning field goal for Houston. But then the last two years for Buffalo, two playoff wins in the 20, after the 2020 season, hold on for dear life against Indianapolis, and then the pick six against Lamar Jackson, and, and Baltimore flipped that game on its head, and Buffalo, of course, fell short in Kansas City despite having a lead early in that game. Last year, I don't have to read that. I don't have to rehash. Absolute domination against New England. Scored on every single possession. And then arguably the greatest playoff game of all time where the Bills end up on the wrong side of the coin. Literally, the Chiefs go right down the field in overtime after. Let's face it, Buffalo had their chance. 13 seconds. All you had to do, keep them out of field goal range. Couldn't do it. Mahomes gets them in range. Butker makes the kick. Kansas City in overtime comes right down, scores a touchdown, 42-36. And Kansas City, of course, advances. So now the big question mark for me, more than anything, offensively speaking for Buffalo, because on paper, this is a loaded offense. You have an elite wide receiver in Stephon Diggs. If Gabriel Davis is going to play like he did at Arrowhead, obviously you're going to have the greatest season of all time. But Gabriel Davis, a really good number two wide receiver at this point. Jamison Crowder was a great signing. Assuming that Crowder can stay healthy, a nice slot receiver, good, easy target. That is an upgrade over Cole Beasley. So they are really well set up at the wide at the wide receiver position. Dawson Knox is still a, a top-notch tight end. O.J. Howard, if he ever gets unlocked, could be really scary. The question offensively, again, comes back to, to running back again. But when you have an offense like this, it doesn't matter if Devin Singletary is a league average running back. And Steven, you and I were kind of talking about this before the show. James Cook, to me, and I'm not alone on this, there are other, other people that are much smarter than I am that think James Cook could be a, a, a dark horse for offensive rookie of the year. So this is the interesting thing, Jeff. I, I actually don't think running back is the weakest group. I'll tell you that in a second. Yeah, First, okay. to, to James Cook. He's fascinating, right? Because he's very much like Devin Singletary to me, yes. but can catch out of the backfield. So that obviously adds a different element to the offense. But in training camp early, and this may be just because he's a rookie, he's taking third team reps behind Zach Moss. So okay. that would, if I was to bet him for offensive rookie of the year, that would make me a little nervous. I don't know. You may get the best odds right now, but I would be a little hesitant to put my money down at this exact moment because he may need a couple of weeks to get his feet underneath him. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with that. The only thing is, as we know, tread carefully when going with training cap things. Just tread carefully. True. That it's is not, fair enough, Jeff. It's not the gospel uh, on that. Buffalo's win total, by the way, is 11 and a half. Juice to the over, minus 130. Uh, to win the eight, and look how short those odds are. Man, this must be weird for you, Steven. It's very weird. See, seeing this. this. The, <laughs> can I just say, the last Please. two playoff games were – just so crazy from a Bills fan's perspective, right? The team that has haunted us for two decades, <laughs> they do nothing offensively. We go and score at will against the greatest defensive mind of all time. And then the 13 seconds game, right? right. Which will live in infamy. I put it right behind wide right. There's several different moments in Bills history, but wide right to me is the worst because it was for the Super Bowl. I mean, you're in the game. You're Unlike in the, that it's, one. It's right you there, had to right? win the next week to get there to last me, year. This was a Super Bowl team last year. They were the best team in the postseason. It was very weird to feel this way because we haven't had this since the 90s. Right. Right. And even in some of those, you know, we're coming up against Dallas. So are we the best team? No, no probably not. It's just been very strange. And now you come into this season with a team that has. The Super Bowl, you know, odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. A quarterback to be, in some books, the odds-on MVP. Mm -hmm. This is a very strange – Bills fans are not used to this. Right. I am not used to this. <laughs> it puts me on edge that we are this in favor in so many different categories. Yeah, and 6-1 to one to win the Super Bowl, 3-1 to one to win the AFC. By the way, I would not bet those numbers because as we look at the Bills' schedule here, and now this could easily – blow up on you pretty quickly because if Buffalo goes to goes to LA and in a pick'em game right now against the Rams beats the Rams you may not see you may not see good numbers the whole year quote unquote good numbers on Buffalo the whole year yeah week two 
Man, they get week two is is a Monday night game against Tennessee. I think Tennessee's going to stink this year. The only problem is Buffalo has been bad against Tennessee the last two years. They've had our number. They've yeah, had Tennessee, our number the last couple. Tennessee beat them in that in that game that got postponed because of COVID in a game that was blowout. And of course, last year on Monday night, that was a huge Derrick Henry game. That was the game where very McDerm- McDermott made the right decision to go yes. for it on fourth and one, yep. and Allen just got stopped. Tennessee's defense made a play. But as you look at the rest of the schedule. Obviously, AFC East games, you cross with Kansas City, you get that game in week six. Uh, you get the NFC North. 11 and a half juiced over feels right to me for Buffalo. 12 and five feels like the right number. Now the big question is, because in the era where home field doesn't mean as much as it did in the past, I really do think if the Bills had the two seed last year, and that game in Kansas City was actually in Orchard Park, I think Buffalo would have won that game. It's an interesting. That's one of the few teams where I would say, and it's funny because Green Bay obviously is one you think of of having a huge home field advantage, and they've lost at home in the playoffs back-to-back years with supposedly the best team in in the NFC. But for me, this Bills team, they're all set up. They're all set up. Last year seemed like a, a missed opportunity, obviously, because Kansas City flipped around and blew an 18-point lead to, to Cincinnati. I don't think Buffalo would have done that. So, to me, Buffalo is going to win this division pretty easily. They're much better than everyone else. If they get the one seed, they have no excuse this year. No excuse. Yeah. Got to yeah. be in the game. If you lose the Super Bowl... That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you get the one seed, you got to be there. I do have, we'll get this a little bit later. I do have one question for you on Josh Allen, Residence Bills fans back Perfect. there. Perfect. Uh, because I'm just, he's very good. Top five. But I think we may be pushing him a little too forward. But we'll get that a little later. Because we got college football next. Bill Connolly. Anyone close to Ohio State or Alabama? We'll find out next with Bill. Football betting guide is out now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And the pro football guide is coming soon. Just remember, there's no better way to prepare for college and pro seasons. These guides are your your guide to be the best coverage there is going into your handicapping seasons. Our experts provide profiles on every team, advanced stats and power ratings in there, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishers, and player awards. So reserve your copy of the Football Betting Guides today and get access to everything we offer the entire football season with an all-access VEASAN subscription. So make sure this football season's your best ever. Subscribe now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You do not know how happy I am to say Football Betting Guide. It's just great. Means we're close, guys. Means that baseball being the only big thing is running out of time on that. Which is kind of funny at this point that baseball legitimately only dominates about two weeks of the calendar at this point. Despite having the interminable season. Alas, regardless. Speaking of college football, we're going to go to college football. A quick little detour away from the NFL because can't say no to having this guy on the show. Bill Connolly, of course, the founder of SP Plus, ESPN uh, college uh, analytics uh, writer as well. Bill it's always good to see you. Let's uh, let's just dive right in here because when you look at your rankings, everyone has said Ohio State, Alabama, Ohio State, Alabama, huge gap. Your rankings, at least as of right now, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, with Ohio State at number one, and then comical gap gap to number four in Michigan. Yeah, I mean that's the most noteworthy thing in terms of the early SP plus projections is uh, the the gap between number three, Georgia and four Michigan is the same as the gap between number four, Michigan and number 23, Florida. Um, that, you know, that's, that's the story. The, the, all three of the major recruiting powers have a good amount of experience. Right now, Ohio state 
has more returning production than I think I've ever seen from a, you know, a, a team that recruits at such a high level. Uh, they're ridiculously experienced. And, and I guess the positive spin here, if you like parody is at least that even if all three of those live up to expectations and usually, you know, not everybody does the race for number four right now is, is an absolute, whatever you want to see, you could be right because there's any number of teams uh, that could put together a case here. You know, it's it's funny that you say that with Ohio State and returning production. Oh, and by the way, Ohio State losing two two first round wide receivers yeah. and still has ridiculous production coming back. Uh, Bill, uh, you mentioned it because that gap between number four uh, and number twenty three is the same as three and four. If there is one team in that in that mix, I, I guess you have twenty teams to choose from here, Bill. So you have plenty of options. Who do you think ends up being that number four team? Right now, your rankings have Michigan slightly ahead of Clemson and Oklahoma, who are both uh, tied uh, at, at 20.3 in your rankings. Yeah, it's it's pretty tricky right now because all of these teams, you know, the teams that have the most talent and the most just consistent pr- uh, track record over recent seasons have pretty serious questions to answer. Like I would normally lean Clemson here, except Clemson's offense was absolutely dreadful last year. They didn't really hire from outside um, to, to fix any sort of issues. They're just kind of thinking DJ Uyag- can go from a top 100 quarterback to top 20 this year. And that's a lot to ask. Oklahoma is always is the standard bearer for consistent play, but they have more change this season than they've had in a really long time. Just because you're you're wearing the OU helmet doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be a top five or ten team. You got to there, there are a lot of questions to answer there. I kind of go back to to A and M and Notre Dame right now, just in terms of and it's funny. It feels like they have the least change to deal with. They also have brand new starting quarterbacks and AM Jimbo Fisher hasn't had a particularly good uh, high level consistent starting quarterback since Jameis Winston. Uh, and if they don't have one, they're not a top four team, but they still might be a safer bet than some of these here. It's really, it's, it's hard to figure out. I have not figured out my, uh, you know, the, the pecking order that, that I'm going to take into the season. I don't think. Bill, the, the one team in the futures odds that does not match your ranking is, is USC. Yeah. USC, of course, the most bet on team in some books out here to win a national championship. Your rankings have the Trojans all the way down at 51, which is, by the <laughs> way, one slot behind Oregon <clears throat> State and one slot in front of our team, the Missouri Tigers, Bill. Yeah. USC is going to have to play defense. Like of all the things, I, I, it's going to be super fun, and I, I can pretty much guarantee you know that borderline top 50 in SP plus. I, I have not figured out how I'm going to handle transfers moving forward. I assume they're not take, playing enough of a role in those projections. And and once we have a year or two, we can kind of figure out how to do it best. But I mean, they're going to be better than top 50. They're still going to have to play defense. And I don't know why we think their defense is going to be anything close to championship level. We're basically talking about uh, like a, a more extreme version of Lincoln Riley's Oklahoma right now, maybe with even better offensive weapons, you know, with Addison and whatnot, but then the defense was like barely was top 100 last year. If that, and the, the, the transfers he took on on that side of the ball don't have nearly the same track record as as on offense. So that's, I, I have no idea why we're treating them like a top five team this year, especially since Caleb Williams actually looked like a freshman the last month of last season. So there's no guarantee that he's going to be ready to play at a Heisman level either. It's that's a massive leap. And uh, it's setting up this weird situation where Lincoln Riley can double their win total and be seen as a massive disappointment this coming year. (laughs) No, it's, it's true. You get to, you get to eight and you get to eight wins, eight and four, like what, what happened here? Why did they not win 10? Why did they right. not win the PAC 12? You're, you're a hundred percent right. Bill, uh, which team do you have a different opinion on than your numbers did? Well, I mean, I think to a degree, LSU and USC both um, are, are lower. I think LSU's in the thirties, USC's in the, in the fifties, like you said, they're going to be better than that. 
Um, and again, it comes back to just, you know, <laughs> suddenly decent programs taking on 17, 18, 20 transfers. That's not something we've really dealt with. So there's no precedent for how to, how to project it correctly. Uh, so, I, I mean, I definitely disagree with the numbers in, in that sense, but in terms of top teams, I am really curious about Notre Dame, um, kind of borderline top 10 and SP plus. And if they have a quarterback, which they have at least a slightly better record than A&M when it comes to, to producing a quarterback, I do think that's kind of a borderline top five team right there. The, the, the secondary should be a lot better now that it's more used to not having Kyle Hamilton pass rush should be fantastic. I think um, they'll be a little more efficient on offense. We'll see if they have enough big plays, but um, I do think that that's a team that could overachieve the numbers a little bit. And the numbers are still pretty friendly toward them. Bill on the, on the other side is Tennessee, the one that popped a little higher than you expected. <laughs> Oh yeah, what, what what could possibly go wrong with that? <laughs> with having a very highly projected Tennessee team, um, yeah, like there, there's something weird that goes on with with SP Plus and the Josh Heupel offense. The way they, you know, it, it, the way he uses tempo. Almost nobody else really dives into tempo the way Heupel does uh, still. And um, when they find an advantage against mediocre or bad defenses, they absolutely, they, they milk that advantage for all it's worth. They rack up ridiculous totals against those defenses and they do kind of average against Alabama and Georgia and whatnot. So uh, from a number standpoint, SP plus loves their offense, thinks that's a, that's easily a top 10 offense right there. Defense should be, you know, top 30 or 40. And if that's the case, then yeah, you've got a top 15 team on your hands. It's just, you know, we, we it, burden of proof here. We, we've seen this before and, and they got to prove that they can actually do it. I love him and hooker in that offense though. It's going to be so much fun. You know, it's, it, it was just one of those where they started the wrong guy for a chunk of the year last year. Yep. I mean, if, yeah, if Joe, hooker was their starter the whole year, they actually would have might've even finished a, a legit second in the SEC East. Uh, right. When, when Joe it was Milton, all said and Joe, done. Joe Milton's arm is just got to be the most seductive arm in college football. Yeah. You watch him practice and you think, okay, there's our starter. There's a Heisman guy right there. And then within three games, he's on the bench. It's happened twice now, but yeah, hooker's perfect for that offense. And, and um, I, I, second in the sec East is, is a big toss up right now. Obviously Florida is going to have a role to play. If, if Billy Napier can suddenly make Anthony Richardson consistent at quarterback and they have enough in the skill core, it's pretty thin. Obviously they're going to have potential, but I, I do think Tennessee's got a, a, a decent odds of that spot. Bill, we, we, we have about a minute here. If it's not Clemson in the ACC, who is it? If it's not Clemson in the ACC, it's a it's going to be a really really fun race. We'll say that Miami obviously has questions to answer. Pitt, I think, is still going to be really good defensively. We'll see. You know, all that change they had on offense. Um, I guess I lean Miami, but you could make a case for Miami or uh, North Carolina even uh, in in the other in the other division. And honestly, Florida State's going to be potentially top twenty worthy at least. They they still need some things to go right to do more than that. But uh, they could at least be a factor. Odds still favor Clemson. You know, when when you fall back once, you still get kind of a mulligan from a numbers perspective, uh, and they're absolutely the most likely team to to take this conference. But we saw their offense last year. It's not a given. No, it's uh, de definitely not, definitely not a given uh, for sure. There, he's Bill Connolly, of course, the creator of SP Plus. Find his great work on ESPN on the tweets at ESPN underscore Bill C. Bill. Always a pleasure. We'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Hey, we're, we're about a month away here. We're about a month That's away right. from this getting going. Absolutely. It's always good to catch up with Bill. All right. We have a question for Stephen Bond about Josh Allen and the Miami Dolphins. Is Tua going to take the leap next year? We'll discuss it next here on the Numbers Game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. GM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Oh, I like what they did there. Register using the bonus code VEASAN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any MLB game and either team hits a homer regardless of your bet's outcome. So enjoy baseball like you never had before with BetMGM all season long. So sign up today for the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager. New customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parle. Stephen Bond here as well. Happy to be with you. Before we get to the Miami Dolphins, and by the way, in the history of wasted bets, Stephen Bond, I have two two bets, and I explained this on primetime action last week. When I was on vacation in June, I was in a newer jurisdiction that I had some expiring free bets that I had to use, and I used them on probably two humongous wastes, but I'm just taking numbers on just big numbers. And I'll explain with one of them with Miami. It's one that I don't think will come close to happening, but if they get off to a good start, I'm going to have a very, very good number. That's all I'm going to say. Or I'm going to have a terrible number when uh, inevitably it doesn't work out. Josh Allen, real quick, before we hit Miami. Is there any concern for you at all, Stephen, that we may have just seen Allen playing at such an astronomically high level that our expectations may be a little bit out of whack at the beginning of the year for him? I think he will start slow, and I think your your hunch, your intuition here is probably correct, Jeff, but I do think he is that rare breed where he is an elite, elite quarterback, and everyone just missed it. But I think everyone's now everyone coming around. Everyone definitely missed it. I everyone, know that. Everyone missed it, right? It's... It, you get intoxicated by the arm and you think, yeah, but the accuracy, right? So I, I get all that. But I think he's proven the ability from what really great athletes do, right? And it's to constantly tweak what you're doing, to constantly be uh, trying to evolve. And I think we've seen that with Josh, right? At first it was the legs and, and the whole Josh Allen experience. Then it became, can I throw the ball? Can I get out of the pocket, throw the ball a little bit? I think the next evolution for him, and I think it's where the Bills want him to be. Not sure that this is correct or not. I don't know. But I think it's that more pocket passer and, and just, you know, getting the football into his guys' hands. So, it, listen, for me, if that offensive line can hold up and there's some new pieces there, which mm-hmm. makes me a little concerned, if that can hold, they've got light boxes, right? Everyone knows they want to throw the ball. It's going to open up some opportunities in the run game. And to your point with, with James Cook, He's right there. So this could be a new element in the offense that we just haven't seen. Do we see regression from Josh? It's possible. I, I don't think it'll. I don't think we will, though. I, I think the one thing that we have to remember here, too, just with Allen, he's going to turn the ball over in a regular season. Like what we saw in the postseason, he's 
Those were clean, clean, clean games. Yes. That he played, obviously. I mean, they scored in every possession against New England. And they basically scored, did whatever they wanted by the end of the game against Kansas City. They just lost the coin toss. But don't I, I think what you said is probably right. Where maybe Allen has a bad game on the opening night against the Rams, which, okay, it's a great defense with the best defensive player in the world in Aaron Donald and a top three corner in Jalen Ramsey. Maybe Allen has a bad game opening night. This is one of those where interception totals, where it may seem high of Allen's, I think, 12 and a half, 11 and a half right now. I don't mind going over that because Allen could early in the year press a little bit before that light switch goes, and then all of a sudden Allen's back to what we saw this postseason. I think he'll be yeah. fine. I think he'll be an MVP candidate. And like I said, I think Buffalo should be about minus 250 instead of minus 190 to win this division. This, this is what I'll say, Jeff, and this, this will be my last point. If mm-hmm. you look at the first six weeks of that schedule, it's daunting, right? And, and I'll lean on mm-hmm. Michael Lombardi. He's the NFL mm-hmm. authority you know, at the network in Visa. And he said to me, if, if your bills go four and two, you're going to be in great shape. But don't panic if they go three and three. Because it's not necessarily how you start, it's how you finish. And I think we lose sight of that. Sure. You know, with, with teams that may have a slower start. To me, this first six weeks is craziness. But if we can get through those six weeks and you get out of it four and two, I think you're in really great shape for the rest of that schedule. Well, and I also think also I'll, I'll throw Green Bay in there as well after the bye for seven tough games. Sure, sure. But then after that, it really does soften. After that, the only other game that they might be a dog in is at Cincy. Might. They could very easily be favored every game week. They might, they'll might. they probably be favored against Green Bay in week eight uh, as well at home. But they, they after that, very easily favored the rest of the way. Maybe week 17 at Cincy, and that would be the only one. They're not a favorite. All right, let's go to Miami. The Dolphins, of course, as we know, they make the big trade. They trade for Tyree Kill, and now they have two speed demons for Tua Tungavailoa. Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. I love Jalen Waddle. What a player Jalen Waddle is, and and adding him and Hill together, it's going to be very interesting to see what new head coach Mike McDaniel puts together. Remember, the one thing, even though we seemingly, Stephen, we always seemingly fall in love with these guys that are a little bit quirky. Are we sure we know what Mike McDaniel is? He's never called plays at the NFL level. Like, we don't know. Like, we we think he could be Mike, or excuse me, Kyle Shanahan Jr. or Mike Shanahan Jr. Jr. But you, it, it's <laughs> That's just, a hilarious, it, by the way. It, I'm sorry to interrupt. That's a hilarious comparison, by yes, the way. Because no, it's just, uh, you're talking about a legend of, of football and then his son, who has already proven to be great. He's good, yeah. I, yeah, I think your question is right, though. Yeah. What, what, what do you make of him? We don't know. We don't know. Like, I think we kind of jumped the gun to say, oh, this guy's going to be awesome. Yeah, we don't know that. We genuinely don't know. Dolphins are 4-1 to one to win the East. They're 18-1 to one to win the AFC. 35-1 to one to win it all. They're not winning it all. Uh to make the playoffs, yes, plus 135. Win totals eight and a half. Now it's interesting because Miami now, remember, no Brian Flores anymore. So the the overachieving after starting horribly in seasons probably won't be as automatic as it seemingly was the last few years. You look at Miami's schedule and they opened the season with New England again. Remember, they swept New England last year. Beat them week one in Foxborough in a game that, quite frankly, New England should have won. And then week 18, Miami Miami always has New England's number in, in, in South Beach. Patriots really struggle with that humidity for, for whatever reason, more so than most teams. It's crazy. Yeah, Whatever that line is, you should be looking at the Dolphins for two that. And, but- two, and a, two and a half, three, depending on where you're looking right now, Miami favorite at home. I, you know... Their schedule's a little bit weirder to me than the other than, than, than the other AFC East teams. Because like the way that it got structured here for Miami, remember they destroyed Baltimore week uh, on a Thursday night last year in Miami when things were going really badly for the Dolphins. Dolphins defense is amazing in that game for some reason. The Bills week three, they'll lose to Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to sweep them this year. I think that it's just a bad matchup for Miami because I, I just I think that's a great uh, a great matchup for Buffalo's offense. And I know Buffalo, or excuse me, Miami's defense, at least in the secondary, has strong players. 
We know Xavier Howard is awesome. Uh, I think they're improved at safety. Byron Jones, if he's able to be back on the field by week three, because he's uh, got put on the pup list right away, uh, they have some pieces back there. But Miami, to me, with this schedule, they may be upped an extra win because of the way the schedule sequenced. Now they get a bad break with the NFC West. They have to go to San Francisco late in the year. Remember last time they were in San Francisco, they absolutely pummeled the Niners with Ryan Fitzpatrick two years ago. But by week 13, if Trey Lance is going to be your quarterback, you probably will have it figured out by then. So it's a little bit of a concern in getting them later than early. I'd rather have San Francisco early this year. Uh, they get the Texans. Uh, they get uh, they get the Bears on the road. They get the Lions on the road. That is the one bad break. They have to get the bad NFC North teams on the road. So they're more likely to lose those games on the road than they are at home. Uh, they get Minnesota and Green Bay at home. That, that, that week six game against Minnesota, that will be a game that the line will scream why aren't you betting Minnesota and Miami will find a way to win because Cousins will do something idiotic in the humidity. But, Stephen, I, I, I teased it earlier. I do have a – I took one of those free bets, small. I did take a two-MVP ticket. Whoa. And wow. now, 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 it was a pure number play because the rest of the market was about $10 less than what, what I took it at. Do I think two is going to win the MVP? No, I do not. But I will say this. If there is improvement, if everything goes right here, that 60 to 1 that I have is going to look pretty good in a month. Now, it definitely will. Now, it could very easily look terrible because Miami's starting 0 4, and two are getting benched for Teddy Bridgewater 100% in play. Absolutely. So it's a pure numbers play. It was not a, I actually think this is going to happen play. So we'll have a little more Miami on the flip side, and also the New England Patriots, different look. For the Patriots this year. That's next. The numbers get. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.